Hey everyone, welcome to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. I am so excited about today's show. I can't contain myself. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. Because we're going to be talking about one of my favorite regions of the world that I have traveled to. I'm just like, I can't even find the words to express how excited I am. Speaking of words, let's play a little word game. I'm going to say three words. First of all, close your eyes. No, 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 wait a minute, time out. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. Just get yourself in a nice zen place. But don't close your eyes if you're driving, because I don't want to be the problem if you have an accident. I'm going to mention three words. After I tell you the three words, I want you to think of a place that these words remind you. And I'd love to hear where it is. When I talk about a place, I'm not talking about, like, a building. I'm not talking about the library. I'm talking about, like, an area of maybe the country or a city that it reminds you of. And I really want to know where this reminds my listeners. So you can always send me an email and tell me Once I tell you the three words, you can email me and tell me what place this means to you. So here, get yourself in a nice zen mood. And here's the three words. Peaceful, mystical, and beauty. Do you have a place in mind? Peaceful, mystical, and beauty. This reminds me of a place that I have gone, and I cherish it. It means so much to me for a lot of reasons. One of the big reasons it means so much to me, it's an area and places that I have traveled with my daughter. So it has a special place in my heart. Not only that, but I have met some of the most wonderful people from these areas. And where am I talking about? I'm talking about Ecuador and Peru. We're going to meet Juan, who actually is from Ecuador, and does some very special trips to the area. And I'm so excited, because I want to go. If you have not been to this region of the world, you need to go there. You know, this is an area where it has so many memories for me. It's a place where I stood in both the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere at the same time. One foot in each part of the hemispheres because we were right on the equator. Spent a lot of time up in the cloud forest. Oh, it was so beautiful, so peaceful. And then we went to Peru on another trip, my daughter and I. And we actually spent time at Machu Picchu. Hey everyone, we're going to have a great time, I promise you that. Soon as you listen to my sponsors... I'll be right back. 
because you are listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. When Silver Daddy needs to go shopping, you know where you'll find me. I'll be at Leatherworks. Let me tell you, the reason I love this place is because it is the premier fetish and leather shop in the Southeast. Not just in my area, but in the entire Southeast. You know, they are inclusive of all sexuality, genders, and body types. So even me, Daddy Bear, I can find things at Leatherworks. Their quality of their leather products is incredible. You know, they make a lot of the stuff in shop. But they only use the highest quality leather. You can join the Lifestyle Club program. You know, it offers discounts on in-store products and classes. Yes, classes. They offer classes and they have quarterly parties for the community. If you need to get something, you can go to leatherworks.com and the works is W-E-R. RKS, go there and you can buy online. Hi everyone, welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy, and I'm here with Juan. I just have to tell a real fast story about this. Just yesterday, I was sitting in one of my favorite restaurants, which everyone knows I go to Flanagan's. Not a plug for Flanagan's, but they should be advertising with me, I'll tell you that much. But I'm sitting in Flanagan's. Just got there from a meeting, was sitting down, my burger comes. This guy sitting next to me takes his phone and shows it to me and says, Is this you? And I looked at it and it was a picture of me that I just posted for the show that came out this week. And I didn't know what to say. I'm like, yeah. It's so funny when people recognize me because I don't think I'm recognizable. I think I live in a bubble. And it was Juan here. So this is the guy who did it to me. Juan basically, you said you follow him. You follow either my Instagram or my podcast or one of the things, Trippin' with Silver Daddy, I think, correct? I follow you on Instagram, yes. Yes, so... This has happened several times, and it's flattering, but also, I just, it's kind of like, I I don't know what to say or do. And I get very shy then. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) You did. Trust trust me. I've been at JetBlue when I was working. People would come up to me and say, are you Silver Daddy? Oh, wow. At the airport. I just had a guy in Publix. Where I was grocery shopping, goes, hey, from across the produce, hey, Silver Daddy. And I'm like, <laughs> who is this? I'm like, right. it's weird. But I met Juan. Hi, Juan. Hi. I'm good. And we talked just for a couple of minutes. Juan fascinates me because he does stuff that I love to do. And that's travel. That's why I have the tripping part. It has nothing to do with drugs. It's <laughs> travel. But... You like to travel too, correct? I do. I love to travel and, and part of what I do is just because it's a passion for me and not because I ever saw it as a business or I went to school for it or any uh, type of um, financial interest in it. I just kind of fell into it and I love it. You have a travel company, which we'll talk about in a little bit, correct? Sure, correct. But you've traveled a lot yourself because you just told me you've been to like 40-something, 42, 43 different countries? Yeah, 42 countries uh, and counting. My, uh, I'm 47 years old right now, and my goal is to do 50 by 50. So I'm on my way to, to that. 
That's great. So, when you say travel, do you concentrate in a certain area? Like, are you trying to get all South America and North America done? Like, you're trying to get continents or anything, or whatever you're just passionate about? No, I just wanna wanna see the most beautiful places in the in the world, wherever that may be. Okay, and, start listing them. Oh my God, there's billions of them. Okay, every, every list, place is list beautiful. Something list. One or two beautiful places. So, so for me, I I was lucky to study. Um, I went to school for two years in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and that to me is, I would say, my favorite city in the world. Really? Um, which I, you know, people say, well, but you are from. I'm from Ecuador originally, from Quito, the capital. As you know, I live here in Wilton Manors, which I love. Of course, that's why we live here. But Buenos Aires has a very special place in my heart. There's so many things about it, and also so. Melancholy of of having lived there, you know, the two of the best years of my life. So, it's because of that I think. But there's many many beautiful places. My eyes have seen. Prague is is one of them. We just came back from from trip to Europe a couple a few days ago. We went to Bruges, and that's again another magical place. So Europe kind of tends to have bigger appeal for me. I really like Europe for many reasons. That's great. And see, I like South America. For different reasons. For different, <laughs> for total, total different reasons. Yeah, and I like Ecuador. Well, don't get me wrong. I love South America. Uh, I'm I'm a South American. I'm a very proud Ecuadorian. I lived in in uh, Ecuador for the first thirty years of my life before I moved to the United States, and I've been to every country in South America except Venezuela. Uh, which is in my in my list, hopefully one of the next ones. And I want to go to Venezuela, yeah. too. I mean, I'm into, like, I love waterfalls. So mm-hmm. Angel Falls is something I just, I know it's hard to get to even, sure. but I just think seeing that would be incredible. Absolutely. And a lot of these countries that, as Americans, we really can't get to, I kind of want to go there even more mm-hmm. just to see what the culture is. I'm more about enjoying the culture and the differences and the food. Of course. I love the food of of different countries, especially when it's made. And so we're going to talk a little bit about Ecuador, too, because I've been there. Mm -hmm. I've been to Quito, where you're from, Mm -hmm. and it amazed me. It's a beautiful city. It's a beautiful Beautiful city. Very, very mountainous and hilly. Yes. So driving there, driving there with a stick... Not a manual, that you haven't driven a manual in 20 years. <laughs> it was challenging sure. at times. But, and I will say, I met some men from there that, yeah. you know, you. made me extremely happy. They were very nice. We are, we're hospitable. They're Let's put it that very, way. Very. <laughs> they're very other things, too. Did you know? Did you know Ecuador? I know, I know where you're going, yes. Did you know Ecuador <laughs> made the list like last year as like the top country yep. for men that are um, men who are nice? <laughs> How's that? Yes, that list too. Yes. Yeah. You're number one on that list. Yes, yes you are, which yes. which I think surprised a lot of people. Hey, it surprised me. So Did it? Yes. It didn't surprise me. No, no. Well, you just have to. You just may, have to stay in the may, right place. Maybe places. you've done a little more field research than I have. Yeah, and trust me. <laughs> it, yeah, Daddy gets around. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Good but for you. 
it's it's a beautiful place, and unfortunately, like I can't remember names of all the places, but you're from there, so like we went south of Quito and went to that mountain, Cotopaxi. So, that one. Yep. We went up that damn mountain, but it was amazing. And the reason I went to it because it's like one of the mountains closest to the equator that has snow on it. Correct. And I, I had to see it because it's like we were so close to the equator and it had snow. We went up there and by the time we got to the top of the mountain, it was like a blizzard. I couldn't believe it. It was so hot down at the base, but up at the top, it was a it was snowing like you wouldn't believe. That is very typical in Ecuador, the type of contrast that you can get in such a small, uh, small amount of land. We have four very differentiated regions. So we have the Galapagos, right? The Galapagos Islands. And then we have the coast, which of course is like, like any uh, coast in the Pacific, hot and humid. And then you have the Andes Mountains, and which has a, if you live in one of the cities, it's more like a spring year round. But if you go a little higher, like you did in the mountains, it's ice cold. And then you have the Amazon jungle. Yes. So we have four totally different climates, uh, very well um, defined by, by the mountains. But within each one of these regions, we have subclimates, smaller. So it's a very, very diverse country in many different aspects. So like you mentioned, in cl- climate is just one of those. Right. So let's talk a little bit about your company. And your company, the name of the company is Ecuador Pride Travel. Correct. And you do trips to Ecuador, yep. to the Galapagos, you said, to the island. To, to anywhere in Ecuador. Anywhere in Ecuador. Yes. So are you doing private trips or do you have like group trips? Both. First, let me tell you a little bit about why the name, why Ecuador Pride Travel. Okay. So for us, you know, living here, we understand that Pride is, is related to the LGBTQ community. And that's exactly, that's half of the name. I wanted to create this tiny boutique uh, tour operator that brings people from my community, the LGBTQ community uh, from the United States to my country. So the word pride has two meanings in the name. Is I'm, I'm very proud of my country and I'm very proud of my community. And I just wanted to put those two together. This is not a, for me, it's not a main source of income type business. It's something that I, I do because I want to put those two things. So we do all types of travel to Ecuador. So if you are a couple that is looking for a honeymoon or you and your group of friends want to do a, like a, you know, economic low budget backpacking around Ecuador, I can do that too. We do groups a few times a year for you and your group of friends, your family. Everybody's invited. Our prideful on taking everyone under the rainbow to the country. That's the idea. And that includes uh, even straight allies and, and families, of course. We send families, we send friends, we send couples, we send singles. A few times a year, we do groups also. So, Do you have a group coming up anytime we soon? We have a group coming up in, for Memorial Day 2024. Okay. So our, our tour starts on May 22nd, 2024. And this is specifically for bears and admirers. Bears and admirers? And admirers, yes. Chasers. Okay. <laughs> but... Hey, there are some bears that are admirers of other bears, right? That is true. Yeah. That is true. How does someone find out more about this trip? Like, you have to have a, a website, I yes. would imagine, right? So... All, all our tours and information uh, about why Ecuador, why make uh, Ecuador one of your destinations, why 
gay Ecuador? What's gay in Ecuador for, for us to be comfortable with? And all that information about the, the, the country and the tours that we do can be found in uh, our website, EcuadorPrideTravel.com. Now, we do have a specific website just for the bear tour coming up. And that website is bearlapagos.com, which is, of course, a mix of bear and Galapagos words. Okay, say that again. That The bear one is bear... Bear Lapagos. Lapagos. Yes, dot com. So I'm going to spell that out because I know people yeah, are listening. Please do. <laughs> please do for me. Bear, just like the animal, bear, right? B-E-A-R, yeah. Right, and then L-A-P-A-G-O-S. Got it. So, like Galapagos, right? So, it's a, it's a plane on that name. And that's the name of the tour. This is the third uh, annual edition of this tour. So, we've taken quite a few bears already to to my country. About how many will be on this trip? Uh, so, the maximum that the, the, the ships that we work with allow us is 16 people. Uh, typically, our group in average is about 10. And then, after the Ecuador portion of the trip, which is not only the Galapagos, by the way, is... Uh, Galapagos uh, and Quito so it's a total of 8 days after that tour we have an optional extension to Peru and that's 5 days in Lima, Cusco and Machu Picchu so the total you can choose to do just Ecuador, just Peru or both Ecuador and Peru I'm going to go to a break right now everyone and then we're going to come back and I want to talk now a little bit about this Peru because I have a thing in Peru that I want to, we're going to talk about Peru too. I'll be right back. Please listen to my sponsor, and you're listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Catfish Dewey's is my favorite place to eat because they have all you can eat. Hey, they have more than that. They have a regular menu, but I like my food. And on Monday, Tuesday nights, they have all you can eat shrimp. On Wednesday, it's the barbecue baby back ribs. On Thursday and Sunday, it's that Alaska snow crab legs on friday it's the fried scallops and on saturday it's the fried oysters and crawfish hey catfish dewey's has been around for 40 years because they know how to do it right big family environment and has a great little bar inside the place let me just tell you you need to go to catfish dewey's you know they're conveniently located at 4003 North Andrews Avenue in Oakland Park, which is just north of downtown Fort Lauderdale. See you at Catfish Dewey's. Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm just sitting here like amazed listening to Juan. So we just talked about a lot of the stuff that you do in Ecuador and then you can do additional days and you go to Peru. I've also taken my daughter Cusco uh-huh. and to Machu Picchu. Nice. You do add-on trips to there you were talking about. Yes. So most of the people that go to Ecuador, because of it being you know, the next door country to Peru, most people choose to add Machu Picchu to their trips to Ecuador. And, and why not? It's only a, an hour and a half flight from Quito to, to Lima. And then you just take a direct flight to Cusco and you are just you know a couple hours closer to Machu Picchu. But let's just talk about yeah. that flight going to Cusco, though. A very unique airport, and it's very high, yes. altitude-wise. Yes, well, as a South American, we are kind of used to that, so it is, I really don't even perceive it when I'm doing that. But you're right, that most of our airports are super high in the Andes. Of course, all the capitals are in the mountains, 
So if you travel to Quito or to Cusco or to, which is not a capital, but is an important city, uh, or if you go to La Paz in Bolivia, they're all super, super high. In yeah. fact, Quito is the second highest airport in the world. And I believe La Paz is the highest Correct. in the world in, yes. in Bolivia, right? Yes. yes. Which is right next to it in the mountains. Right. Next to Peru. Yes. Yeah, I, Cusco, I will tell you, I've traveled a lot too. Cusco is one of my favorite cities in the world that I've been to. And I don't know why, because I the first day there I had altitude sickness so bad. But no, it was just after that day of being sick. And it was kind of funny. My funny joke about it was I was working in an airlines, and I didn't think anything of it. Soon we got there, they were like, here, here's coca tea. Right. Drink coca tea, and there was coca candy to try to get rid of it. Not even realizing they're talking coca from the coca leaf that makes cocaine. Right. My understanding is that it, it doesn't come out. It, it's not a precursor of cocaine. Right. So it wouldn't show up. Well, that's uh, good because yeah. I drank so much coca tea yeah. and ate that coca candy and it, and it did get rid of it. But, yeah, Cusco and we went through the Sacred Valley right. to get to the train or I don't know if we did a separate tour up there, and then we took the train to the Machu town Picchu. by Machu Picchu, right. and then that town is nothing but on the side of a mountain. Correct. Yeah. And we were like three-fourths the way up the mountain, and yeah. there's no really cars or anything, so they had porters carrying all your bags up the mountain. I can tell you, when I was at Machu Picchu, and this is kind of weird because I'm not a very religious person even though I was raised in the whole religion but it was one of the few places I've ever been that I felt spiritually at peace oh wow it was a very spiritual experience and I'll never forget sitting on that hillside after climbing up the hill sitting up in the grass on that hillside with my daughter and you overlooked the Machu Picchu site and that big rock, the mountain in the background that's famous and seeing that and just feeling like I was at peace. I have this exact same feeling. I I, I call it energy. The first time I went there, I felt this very particular energy and I couldn't describe it to others. I've been a few times after that, but I will never... forget that feeling and it's very similar to what we were describing something out of your, your body you know that's that whole area gave me this vibe like you've probably been to the sacred, of course, valley. sacred valley yeah. and we stopped somewhere there climbed way up the hill and you saw some of the old ruins of the Incas and then it's like look over on that mountain over there see that way up there and it looked like something about the size of an inch by an inch. And then you look through binoculars and it was like 10 stories tall yeah. where they lived in the side of a mountain. But that whole region just made me feel so peaceful and just a different vibe than I felt anywhere else in the yeah. world. The, the Andes are magical. Uh, whether you're in Ecuador, Peru, or Bolivia, you're going to feel this, this very special vibe about it. There's so there's there's a mystique for, about the the Andes, and that's what makes it special. That's what people keep going and, and going. 
Yeah, no, I agree. It's it, it's one of my it's like my favorite place to go to. Wonderful. Um, I love Lima. Is different is because I have my friend there and his friends now. Lima's fun. It's a huge. Feels like a huge city. And I'll just tell everyone. It is. Don't don't drive in Lima. Take an Uber or a taxi. I'll tell you that much. You know what? It it happens a lot in big cities. Lima is a huge city. I can't remember the number, but I think maybe 12, 13 million inhabitants in, in the whole metropolitan area of Lima. So it's a huge city. You do the same thing in New York. You're going to say, if someone comes to drive for the first time in New York, they're going to say the exact same thing. Um, back to what we were talking about, though, with the Peru and all that. When you guys go to Peru, where do you stay? Do you stay over in Miraflores area? We stay in Miraflores, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say or not the name of the hotel, but we always stay in this one because, first of all, it's very gay-friendly. A food court of all types of Peruvian food right next door and it's open late so if you don't want to venture out in the city and you're hungry when you arrive to the hotel you can either eat at the hotel or just go next door and have 12 more options and it's very close to some of the best restaurants in the world not only in Peru as you know uh, or maybe you don't know this but Lima was uh, named the gastronomic capital uh, of the world last well this this year this again, year? again this year yes I, I don't know if it was the first Last year, but it's the first this year. Yeah, and people are amazed when we say that because everyone right away is going to think of New York City or Paris, France, and all that. Right. But Lima, Peru, the food scene there, and a lot of people all know Peru is famous for, and I'm Riche, but they're, they have other restaurants there. Oh, there's much more than that, yeah. Of I, course, had, so. I had a pizza at a, rest, at a hotel once, and I've never had a pizza ever like this taste like this and still to this day it blows my mind and it's like when you come back home and you're like i want to go back to peru because i want to go to that hotel and have that pizza again <laughs> yeah. because i don't even know what the sauce was but it wasn't a pizza type sauce so it was almost like a brown gravy type sauce on a pizza it was the best thing best pizza i've ever had and i eat a lot of damn pizza yeah peruvians have mastered Flavors and there's so many things in in South America that are different to the palate of Americans and Europeans. So when you go there, you get this explosion of flavors that you didn't know existed, which is why Peru is so famous. I mean, they've been working for decades on elevating their their gastronomy, and now they have the best in the world. Speaking of great food, I bet you didn't know Cannonball is going to have some really good food. Hey, let's take a short break and listen to our sponsor, Cannonball. Cannonball 2023, A Whole New World, is October 26th to November 1st. There is so many things happening. You need to get to their website and make your reservations today before it is sold out. Go to cannonballbash.com. They have great events taking place this year. Once again, the foam party, the Sahara Gold Party. There's a spa excursion. Wow. The Jungle Queen, and there's also going to be flying carpet on the airboat tour. You know, and they have great food. The brunch with the queens. We have the Shamara dinner and the barbecue. Plus, there's the Mediterranean banquet and show. So much to do. Go to CannonballBash.com and check it out. Welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. 
But yeah, um, when we were there with my daughter, my, you know, when you have a child raising the child, this child would not eat anything but McDonald's McNuggets. Wouldn't eat anything. Then we get to Cusco, and what's the first thing she has to have? Guinea pig. Guinea pig. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? Are you? It's like I wouldn't even. Good for eat her. It. I wouldn't hey. even eat it. And she was. She's eating it. She's like, Dad, you should really try it. This is when I still had the altitude sickness, and she's eating guinea pig, and it was like grossing me out. And I'm the one who eats everything. It's and she's a- like. Dad, it tastes just like a little bit greasy chicken. It does. That's a, that's a very good description of it. Yeah. And it's very tasty with what comes with it. So, yeah, food is great there. Love the food scene. And I love the area of Miraflores. And there's an added benefit for, for those traveling to Ecuador is we our, our currency is the U.S. dollar. Right. So you don't have to worry about exchanging money or, or anything like, like that. Right? It's very easy just going to a... It's, you know, it's just a four-hour flight from here from Florida in four hours you're in a totally different corner of the world with totally different people food uh, culture one hour and a half south you're in Lima it's so close to the states I mean sometimes people don't realize how these countries are just this close they just see the map and it looks a world away but for example flying from here to Quito is like flying from here to Denver right and you know, would never say oh my god Denver is so far I would never go no it is because right. you can fly to Lima is like flying from Miami to L.A. Yeah. It's about the same t- distance. I fly to Lima, and I'm there in five, five hours, hours. Yeah. and I'm in Lima, Peru. Right. And what, Quito is about an hour less, so right. it's about four hours, four hours to yes. fly there. Right. So it's really not that long of a flight. Right. You're you, there fast. You know that because you work on the airlines, but people's perceptions, especially Americans, is that, oh, my God, it's so far away, and it's really like going to a different state in the United States, you know. It's, it's that close. One of the coolest things, though, you're going to the Southern Hemisphere. You go to some beautiful places. So, everyone, once again, if you are interested in traveling to Ecuador or Lima or have questions, you need to check out Ecuador Pride Travel. Yes. And if you are a... They have a bear trip coming up in May, and you're going to say it again, we're going to spell it, you can check out... What's the name? BearLapagos.com. That's B-E-A-R-L-A-P-A-G-O-S.com. BearLapagos.com. That is our uh, bear tour to Galapagos and Machu Picchu on May 2024. Okay. Everyone, i got to go to break. You're listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Please listen to my sponsor. I'll be right back. Did you know if you live within 20 miles of the ocean, there's salt in the air, known as saltpeter. And this stuff is corrosive, and it will destroy and damage your car. It can cause rust and more problems. That's why if you live anywhere in the Fort Lauderdale area, you need to be getting your car washed every week. I go to Majestic Car Wash. It's the only place I trust. My Blue Beauty, a.k.a. my car, goes there for its bath every week. This place is incredible. It has over 110 feet of washing through the tunnel. It's also family-owned, and they have a professional detail center. So if you have those ugly yellow headlights, they can take care of it. It's located at 2781 North Federal Highway, 
near Wilton Manors. It's the only place Silver Daddy trusts to take his blue beauty. Check out Majestic Car Wash. Welcome back. I hope you've enjoyed the show. The Galapagos Islands are incredible. Now, many of us remember from history class and all that, Charles Darwin was back there on these islands back in the 1830s. This is where he came up with his theory of evolution. And it was the mammals and animals on the island that really inspired him to think about this theory of evolution and natural selection. Because there are certain animals that are only located on these islands. And these islands are located, they're not really close to South America. Well, they're closer than the next continent, quite obvious. But they're about 550 miles off the coast of Ecuador. This area, with its wildlife, is actually kind of like one of those great places that people from all over the world travel to see because the animals are so unique to this area and to these islands that you find them nowhere else. It's like South America's equivalent of going to the African savanna, but without the dangerous animals, you know, the ones, the big cats and all those that can come after you. So it's great for tourism. That's why I've always wanted to go there. I have never been to these islands, but I think I may be going on this trip. And then to be able to go to Machu Picchu, I'll just tell you, when I was at Machu Picchu, it was like life-changing. I remember always seeing this as a kid in like our history books, but until you're there, it is such... A mystical place, very spiritual. And it was quite interesting because the whole Inca civilization was all surrounded this area, which is Cusco. It is a place I wish everyone could go to and experience at least once in their life. Ah, oh, I want to go back so bad. I hope you guys had a good time and you learned something about this region of the world because I want you all to go. If you're interested, you should go on this trip because I think I'm going. I had a great time today. I hope you guys had fun too. Hey, remember, as always, love, peace, and respect. You've been listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Bye!